Hello everybody, I'm Sean Woolley, Managing Director of Cloud9 Spain, um, sponsored by um, Diet Coke. Thank you for that, Peter. With me today, I have Peter. Um, would you like to introduce yourself to the masses? Sure, I'm Peter. I'm Peter Franke. I'm a managing partner at the Franke de la Fuente Abogados law firm here in Marbella. And we're here in Peter's lovely offices in Nueva Andalusia, Central Plaza, um, to discuss Swedish buyers and maybe Swedish vendors, but Swedish clients in general and how they may differ to the norm. I'm not saying that you guys are, are, are not saying that you guys are particularly different, but I'm guessing there's probably different things to watch out for that estate agents, lawyers, it, it would be handy for them to know. Mm. I, I know a lot of British people have certain ways of doing things. What about the Swedes? Is there, is there anything that in particular that they expect or any, any crazy questions that they ask that no other nationalities ask? I think that um, buyers in general from, from all countries, they have experiences from, from their home country, how things work there when you want to buy a property. And um, of course, they, maybe they don't expect everything to be the same when they come to Spain, obviously, uh, but they still have certain maybe expectations. Um, and so I would say for the Swedish buyers, you, um, you should, the first thing you should know is that um, Real estate agents in Sweden are licensed, and they have uh, more more responsibility. Um, they they take care more or less of the whole transaction. We don't have notaries in Sweden involved in the purchase transaction, so everything is more or less settled with contracts either in in a real estate agency's office or in at the bank. So they don't know about the the two roles in a transaction here in Spain. You have the the professional broker. Um, and then you have the lawyer. In Sweden, it's just the broker or the, the agent. So, so that's one thing. So in, in Sweden, would would buyers and sellers use a lawyer, or, or does everything go through the? No, really. Very rarely. I mean, it might happen, of course, but yeah, usually the all the paperwork, all the documentation and the contracts, etc., are drafted and, and provided by the, the the agent. And another thing that I think is. Maybe the biggest difference is that in Sweden we have, um, you know, in our in our laws, a, a lot of transparency. Um, we have the principle of, of um, access to um, documents, state documents, um, town hall documents, which means that basically any Swedish citizen can get a lot of information that you can't hear in Spain. So you can have. There are public information about the properties, the prices in certain areas, the, 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 even the legal situation about certain properties. Everything is available. So the fact that there's, for certain reasons, a little bit of lack of information about the properties here in Spain uh, could sometimes create a situation where the Swedish buyer might be a little bit nervous because they don't have that clarity and that transparency of, of the information. So they require usually more information, they ask a lot of questions, they want to know everything about the, the community, the finances, the legal st status, the technical uh, status of the property, and so on. That I think it's good for, for brokers to know that, um, know about this, because they can better prepare and, and advise the Swedish client about the differences. But at the same time, um, give a, a you know a, a create a, a, a confidence and, and an understanding of how things work here in Spain. That's really interesting because in the UK, the the lawyers 
I've always found are, are very kind of admin uh, focused. So with a lawyer, very much, it's very much a case of just ticking the boxes. They don't really care about you as a buyer. It, it's just almost like, yeah, that property's got that, tick, 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 tick. But they won't, you know, if you say to a lawyer, well, what do you advise I should do? Should I buy it or not? Well, not for me to say. You know, it's almost like they, they pass the book. And of course, a lot of the time, the buyers, uh, sorry, the lawyers are also representing the banks if you get a mortgage. So I'm like, who, who are they representing here? Is it me? Is it the bank? Is it, or is it just to facilitate the transaction? And I think very often that is what they do. They just facilitate the thing and they don't really offer any genuine advice about should you buy, should you not buy? It's a, it's a question for you to decide, sir. You know, here's the report about the fact your property might get flooded. And so should I buy it or not, Mr. or Mrs. Lawyer? That's for you to take a view. Well, no, that's why I'm paying you. But anyway, that's a different, a different ballgame. But I guess in Sweden then, so you have the real estate agent who's licensed, who, and with the, with the, the exchange of information and the, the yeah. access to information, yeah, you kind of have everything you need, don't you? I, I guess if there was something that looked a bit complex, you would then maybe get a lawyer involved. But, but for most of the transactions, it would be lawyer-free. It would be, wow. and, and actually in the, in, the, in the presentations, already in the presentations, in the ads in the listings, uh, so if you go for a viewing in Sweden, which are always open houses, by the way, by the way, usually, they're published online, you sign up for a viewing and you go there, and so that, that's how it works. But you receive then the, the physical file of the, of the property with the nice pictures, but also including all the, the legal and technical information about the property, taken from the public registry, so you will have a very clear idea, idea of what you are buying. Now, that's not really possible, most of the cases uh, here in Spain. I mean, I know that you and, and as well we, when we're representing sellers, we always want to have as much information available for potential buyers. You want to have a clear product, this is what you're buying, but it's not always possible. So the lack of information can make, you know, I think that Swedish buyers are more, they feel more comfortable buying something that is very clear. This is what we're buying. Yeah, this is easy. That's what they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can actually, well, in, in this, on this point, say that um, when we represent uh, sellers in our office, at least, we made the decision to always draft a due diligence report to the seller in written. So that is maybe a little bit Swedish way of doing it, and, and of course a copy to, 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 to the agent that can be handed out to, to potential buyers to have a very clear idea of this is the legal information, this is the technical inf information about this product, or product of the, about the property. And the experience from our side is that that is a good thing. <laughs> that's, that's great because they've, they, they've, they've tried to introduce it, haven't they, in Spain with the EIA and things like that. You know, yeah. the, you're supposed to have this done and that done and the electricity, energy thing yeah. done. Of course, no one does it until nearer completion, but that's by the by. But in England, they also try and do that. They've also tried to to expedite things by, by each property having a pack. And of course, there was an argument with the vendors, well, why should we pay for the pack? But, um, so in Sweden, it's, it's, yeah, so everything is prepared really in advance, so you yeah. know what you're getting into, uh, which is great. Yeah. And it's, I guess that saves time as well, because rather than having to spend weeks doing searches, and you've got all the information, or most of the information there already. Well, I think information always good thing uh, for anyone when you want to make an investment and you make an investment usually it's a significant investment that you do in a property so of course you, the information should be clear and available 
always. And, and bearing in mind that the Swedes generally like clarity, and they want to know exactly what, what's going on, how does that affect their attitude to reserving a property? Are they happy to commit some money, or do they go, whoa, whoa hang on, I want to make sure that every box is ticked, and I want my survey, and I want this, and I want that, before they hand over any money? Everything is based on trust, really. So that, that depends on the trust between the, I mean, the buyer and, and the agent, and perhaps also the lawyer may be already involved. And it depends on the terms of the reservation contract as well. So if it's um, subject to legal searches, then of course the, the, the buyer, potential buyer can be uh, you know, rest assured that, uh, that the case will be studied. We will study this property. If we would find something that is not correct, they have the, the chance to, to cancel the operation. So everything depends on the terms of the reservation. Okay. And in terms of what types of property Swedes are looking for. Is there a pattern to that or is there, are there areas that they all like to go to to be together? Because I know that happens in the, with the British market. I wouldn't really know. Um, we don't follow up on what kind of property. You don't hang out with the Swedes. <laughs> I do. But we, I don't, we haven't followed up that much in, in what kind of properties they buy. I think new promotions have been quite popular uh, always. The Scandi look. Yeah, the Scandi look, the open uh, plan properties. I mean, there, there are so many Swedish buyers here. They, they buy everything. They, they do, don't they? And I, I guess Nueva Andalusia is also a, a strong area for it's Swedes. It's a popular area yeah. for, for Swedes. Yeah. Every kind of That's everywhere. why we're here. Exactly, exactly. You don't miss a trip, do you? So one thing you mentioned to me off camera was the fact that normally Swedish buyers are very much into getting the technical report or mm -hmm. survey, which is something that in general, particularly on communities, most buyers wouldn't do. Obviously, if you've got a villa that's 20 years old, we always advise to, to get somebody in to take a look. But the Swedish mentality is checking out. Yeah, it is. Uh, at least when it comes to, to villas. Yeah. I would say in, in all purchases in Sweden, when you buy a villa, there's always an inspection being done. Right. And, and it, you have also a tradition of, if you find something that the cost for it, usually you rene renegotiate a little bit or you make a reduction on the price, something like that. So it, it's... it's uh, it, it's in the Swedish buyer's mind to, 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 to ask and talk about this. Yeah. So yeah, I think when it comes to this point, it's really important to talk about this early between the buyer and the seller to have all the terms clearly negotiated. Uh, so don't just ask for a technical inspection. You need to know why are we doing this and what will be the effects of it. Because I guess that would make a vendor quite nervous. If they've agreed a price, say, 2 million euros, and all of a sudden somebody coming around to do a three-hour inspection, they're thinking, well, hang on, is this Swedish buyer going to start chipping away at my price if he finds there's a leak in the roof or something like that? Which actually makes sense, but obviously the way we do things here, it, it's, everything is agreed in advance, isn't it? It is so, usually. So sometimes... Uh, you know, negotiations, you would know this, of course, you do, you, the, the clients come down maybe a few days, there are a lot of viewings, you find your dream property and you want to make a quick decision, and then sometimes forget about, to talk about certain things, and, and it's difficult to maybe address that later on. So I would recommend just to take a five minute break and go through all the terms just to ask those questions early on, we want to, do a, we want to have a, a, technical, a technical inspection, the vendor has to have a point on that, yes or no, or, and what would be the end result for me if you do this inspection. 
just so clearly negotiate that. Yeah, it, it's clarity, isn't it? People, clarity, people yeah. don't mind bad news, but they want to know where they stand. And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's important to, to do that right at the start. It, it, the problems always occur if you then try and put things in later on down the line when everyone is, has their expectations already set. Yeah. So um, one last thing I want to ask you about the Swedish market. Like most overseas second home buyer markets, it can be up and down a little bit. How is the market performing? I mean, are, are Swedes still buying in bulk here or are they a little bit more cautious? Oh, uh, this is Swedish situation now in, in Sweden is difficult. Inflation is high. Interest rates are going up. The, the, the Swedish krona is weak. So that, of course, has affected uh, the, the Swedish buyers in general. But this area has been traditionally very popular among the Swedes. It's very well established. There are still Swedish buyers coming down, and, and that will continue. Um, not the least because um, Swedish, I would say, are in the front for the, let's say, the globalization. People, Swedish people are moving, they can work from home, uh, they're working in tech industries and so on. So th that trend will continue. But right now it's a, um, a weaker market. Did, did COVID provide a, a push of clients yeah. here? Because obviously people's lifestyles changed and they could work from some. Yeah, massively. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, it's not only the, not only the the influencers and and the you know the the, the the investors and the big entrepreneurs coming to Marbella and this area or or the whole coast. I mean, it's just normal people. Normal people. Yeah. That 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 um, makes a decision. We can actually move. We can make a living living here, um, working from from here, working from home, or finding a job actually here. They just want a better quality of life. Like we all do. Okay, that's great, Peter. Thank you so much for, um, for telling us about the, the Swedish market and the Swedish people and how they behave, how irrational they are. No, I'm really joking. But yeah, thanks for your input. Thank See you, you next time.